I'm exiting the scene so that you are not mm. used to having me in the flesh and feeling like the flesh is all there is to you. I am sending you the Holy Spirit to quicken and empower your spirit to not only just understand deep mysteries that you wouldn't understand in the flesh, but you can now begin to ask the Father directly in my name. You don't have to have me physically to be asked from me physically. In other words, we can get so much farther asking the Lord things in the spirit existing in our spirit existence and practicing that relationship with God than going to a physical person on earth and asking them for things. Amen. Yes. So he was translating, now I am leaving. I need to get my disciples to begin to operate in the spirit and let them understand that what the Holy Spirit would do for them is not my place to do for them. I have done my part. Mm -hmm. And God, the Holy Spirit has his part. Yeah. And they need him. Yeah. In other words, he checked his box. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He did what he came down to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Next verse, please. Um, verse 12 and chapter 16 of John. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't hear it now. That's kind of where we ended. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Wow. Hmm. So, wait, Jesus Christ, you can't tell me certain things. Because I will not grasp it. Mm. But the Holy Spirit is going to tell me those things anyway. Mm -hmm. Because the Holy Spirit is going to tell me exactly what he's hearing from the Father. Mm -hmm. What he's hearing from the Son and relay it to me. Wow. He is that go-between. You know how you're listening to something in one language, but then there's a medium that translates it to your own understanding? Like the Holy Spirit will make that possible for you to grasp what I am already saying. What the Father is already saying, the Holy Spirit will say the same things to you. <laughs> I don't know how to do impersonations, but I was like, okay, um, as the Lord is saying it. You know, I'm like, wow, just picture the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like, um, I'm going to just take it and pass it on. And Jesus will be like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this concerning this son and this daughter and concerning what I want to do on the earth. And before it even drops, the Holy Spirit is like, oh, I'm just going to pass it on to y'all. <laughs> Fresh off the press, he's like wanting to reveal to us what the Father's heart is, what the Godhead is talking about us, what they want for us, all that good stuff. The Holy Spirit is like, I can't even wait for them to get it. So he's just passing it, passing it on. It's like as soon as he hears it, he passes Exactly. On. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's all about you guys. Call your name. Say, just imagine the Holy Spirit saying to you that, you know, this is what the Father is saying concerning your life. You know, this is what Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, this is the whole conversation that is happening in heaven concerning your life. And I am just passing it on. 
It's all, it's all about drawing you into a union to see what the father sees, to know what the father knows about you. You need to know this stuff. And I am this person in the Godhead that will make it easy for you to understand because I come in contact with your spirit and I stay inside of you. I merge with your spirit and I'm, I'm just pouring it all inside into you. I don't want to say osmosis because it's, it's a deeper process because my spirit has to, to believe what he's saying. My spirit has to agree with what he's saying because as long as I agree and believe with what he's saying, the attacks I'm going to be getting in the flesh will wear out in their incessant oppression upon me. So we have a flesh where the enemy can come and try to get into our emotions and create all these scenarios in our minds to hurt us. But then the Holy Spirit is working in our spirit and telling us all these things about heaven, about God and his plan for our lives. And as long as we stay connected with the Holy Spirit, the enemy will keep trying and get tired in the flesh because guess what? He has already been judged. And then my spirit mind is going to be empowered to live, to please God in the fullest measure. That verse says that the Spirit will even tell us things that are yet to happen. We have the ability to know what is yet to happen, to know the future, to have supernatural intelligence, to know things before they even happen. The Holy Spirit is willing to tell us all these things because the Godhead wants us in on this supernatural life that they have together. They want us in on what is going on. Mm. So they're like, I'm going to tell her who she is. Mm. I'm going to tell her where she comes from. I'm even going to tell her what is to happen. Mm. Wow. Finish up the verse, please. Okay. Um, it's um, 14. Yes. He will break glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I say the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Wow. It's like he never left, right? It's like Jesus never left. It's just that we got upgraded. Now we're able to understand what Jesus is saying via the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is going to tell us everything that Jesus Christ already said. And part of the things I like about this is that some of us were not there. I mean, all of us were not there when Jesus was saying these things on earth. But by the power of the Holy Spirit now, we can know everything that Jesus Christ ever talked about. We can know the things that Jesus Christ did. And we can know what Jesus Christ is doing right now because we have the Holy Spirit to tell us all of that. So when we think that there's all these secret things that the Lord doesn't want us to know, that's not true. That's a wrong perception. Jesus Christ is saying that I want you guys to know. And that's why I'm leaving. Because the Holy Spirit will enable you to know and understand all the things I've been trying to say to you. I couldn't say them to you because you didn't have that enabler. God, the Holy Spirit in you that would cause you to understand. Acts 19, 1 to 7, please. While Paulus was in Corinth, 
Paul traveled through the interior regions until he reached Ephesus on the coast where he found several believers. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed, he asked them. No, they replied, we haven't even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then what baptismal did you experience, he asked. And they replied, the baptismal of John. Can you see how it was so important for them to, to have the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. I want us to always put ourselves in these situations. What a great leader Paul was. Mm -hmm. So Apollos was in the big city in Corinth. It's just like you come out here and you're in California or you go to Los Angeles. But what Paul did was that he traveled through the, the northern countries. He went to all the, the little, little towns, all the little, little places and got to Ephesus. And then he began to ask the disciples. He needed them to know that there is. In fact, he didn't even know if they knew there was a Holy Spirit. He just asked them, have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit? And they're like, who? who? Who's that? Can you imagine being a believer and not knowing that there is a Holy Spirit? And Paul was so eager as a leader, he needed them to, to know that, guys, you definitely need the Holy Spirit. You cannot even function without the Holy Spirit as a son of God. And that was all it was. He was seeking for these disciples to ask them that question, to make sure that they had what he had because he saw how transformed their lives were with the Holy Spirit. Like the mm. believers, they need the Holy Spirit. You cannot be a believer without the Holy Spirit. I have to ask them this question. I have to find out if they, they have the Holy Spirit. And if they don't, I'm going to give him to them. Mm. And this is not just for Paul, it's for you and I. So if we have loved ones and we, we desire for them to, to thrive in their walk with the Lord and to walk empowered and to fulfill their calling, we we need to release the Holy Spirit over their lives. Hmm. It should be a desire for us to want that. But I find that Christians in our day, we don't even understand. We don't even know the difference between a, a Holy Spirit-filled Christian and one that is not. So we don't understand the relevance. We don't know how important it is for us to have the Holy Spirit. So we don't even place emphasis on the Holy Spirit because we don't know the difference between a life with the Holy Spirit and a life without. Jesus made it clear that they needed to begin to operate in the Spirit and come into agreement with the Holy Spirit, walk in the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that they needed to have the Holy Spirit. And when they had received the Holy Spirit, even they, the disciples knew that, I got to make sure that every believer in Christ Jesus has the Holy Spirit because they cannot function optimally without the Holy Spirit. Hmm. I just want to paraphrase. I want to say they answered Paul that they had been baptized. Read verse four. Oh, okay. Verse four. Um, Paul said John's baptismal called for repentance from sin. But John himself told the people to believe in the one who would come later, meaning Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so obviously these were the people that didn't have that encounter with Jesus, but they, they did have 
the encounter with John because John was preaching on repentance and he was saying that the greater than he would come and he was Jesus Christ. So these were the ones that had believed John's message and repented from their ungodly ways and now believed in Jesus Christ. Next verse, please. So five, and soon as they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. Amen. Both men and all. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Valerie. Just 12 men, and Paul went to all that length to make sure that he imparted the Holy Spirit upon their lives. He released. So as children of God, we have been given the power to release what is within us, the Godhead, the third person, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. We can begin to pray over our loved ones. If they have accepted Jesus, if they have repented, we say in the mighty name of Jesus, do you want the Holy Spirit? We lay hands on them and they will receive the Holy Spirit. We will see evidence of them speaking in tongues. We will see evidence of them prophesying. Prophecy, telling things that are just coming directly from the throne of God, whether it's things that are happening or things that are yet to happen. That is what Jesus Christ was telling his disciples in John, where we just read. All the things that the Godhead is talking about, the Holy Spirit will begin to tell them, begin to tell us. So we want to see our loved ones begin to operating that way and then speaking in tongues the things that we can't even understand the holy spirit will cause us to begin to speak them out in a different language these are things that weren't happening when jesus christ was in the physical with them they were more operating in physically touching people and physically um reaching out to jesus but now they could speak in tongues they could prophesy they could move by the holy spirit they could even impact him upon others. Hey, Nadia, I have a question for you. Yes. Oh, um, so people, just a question, um, looking at this, when Paul uh, laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in other tongues and prophesied. It, it, that's not to say, is that to say that people that may not speak in tongues, there's not tongues do not have the Holy Spirit that live inside them or not necessarily? No, you can have the Holy Spirit inside you and not speak in tongues. Tongues, they are gifts, right? So sometimes there are other gifts you can have like discernment, the gifts of discerning. Yeah. All the yeah, all the other gifts of the Spirit. So this is what manifested there for them sometimes people just they don't even know all the gifts are in there you just have to activate them sometimes you pray over people release mm -hmm. the spirit and they start shaking there's no much uh, manifestation but they feel the spirit come upon them they feel hot they feel the fire like the tongues of fire that happened on pentecost but what is needed is for that person to believe and receive mm -hmm. the holy spirit as long as they say holy spirit i receive you Boom, he will come and he won't even hesitate because guess what? He can't wait to begin to tell you everything that God, <laughs> God, the Father and the Son are saying concerning you. 
Mm. He can't just wait. The only thing is that we are not activating him. We're not communicating with him. Jesus said that he will guide us into all truth. Mm. Yeah. We're more quick to listen to somebody tell us what is truth than to sit and ask the Holy Spirit, what is the truth concerning this matter? Show me the truth. Mm. We're quick to go and Google and, you know, do all, all those other stuff than to sit down and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us. The Holy Spirit is the one who will guide us into all truth and nobody else. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far, but you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.